Welcome to Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Tyler. Each week, we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? It's episode 60. 59. 59. You tried. Got ahead of myself. <laughs> next week. Hey, next week. Episode 60. It's going to be hot. It's Ryan. It's Tyler. We're well, here. It might be hot. We'll be good. Or you'll be doing it yourself. We'll, we'll be good. We'll be good. Episode 59 coming at you. Appreciate everybody that tuned in last week to hear us kind of introduce my zone. Uh, since that episode has come out, we've gotten uh, more and more people on board with my zone. It's going awesome. It's really cool. We got back to rotating around in the team trainings. We're getting some more equipment involved in there that we haven't been able to use. Life is good. Times are good. We appreciate everybody that listened. Uh, a couple of announcements before we dive in today. Uh, this Saturday, the 22nd, we have the member appreciation picnic at high noon, Borough Lake Park, Pavilion 3. Hoping to see everybody there. We're going to take care of some of like the main food, like some burgers and dogs and stuff like that, and drinks, whatever. Anybody that's asked if you want to bring some type of side or dessert or whatever, doesn't have to be healthy, which was a question we got. <laughs> probably prefer it's not, you know, because it'll probably taste better. But anyway, yeah. you can bring whatever you want healthy, right. not healthy, side, dessert, whatever you want to bring. Just bring yourself, bring your friends, bring your family. This Saturday, really looking forward to that. We'll have some games going. We'll have some, uh, we'll have a good time. Weather, weather I think, is supposed to be really nice. So keep it rolling. So that's this Saturday. Um, last week to pick up some of those bright ass summer shirts, uh, very similar to the one Tyler is wearing right now. If you're watching the video version, which again, if you're not watching the video version, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, you're just missing out. I mean, the, the you know, the, the charisma the charisma comes through the through the headphones, but I mean when you get the, the body language, the facial expressions, I mean, really missing out when you're not doing the video. But nonetheless, bright ass t-shirts are on sale until Sunday night at midnight, and then they are gone forever. We've had some people in the past uh, not think that was a legitimate deadline, and then literally after the fact tried to get one and the print shop said no, can't do it. So those are location specific. We got tanks, we got tees, we got ladies tanks, all different colors. I would grab one of every color, to be honest with you. I mean, they're, they're some pretty good looking shirts. There's some good looking shirts. So uh, pick those up last week to do so. Uh, anything else on the announcement front here? Uh, no, no, great. So that's it for uh, announcements, but let's, let's get into it, man. Sunday. Not only is it the last day for the t-shirt, so it might be your last day on earth. <laughs> um, it ain't looking good. This Sunday, May 23rd, ain't looking good. 7-ish a.m. I think it is 7.20. I think what did we she's, did they say that? No, but I think I looked at it more, too. I mean, we're novices. Yeah, I, we're definitely Anyway, 7.20, <laughs> not. the Mighty Moraine Man 2021 Sprint Triathlon. We'll kick off. This will be the first actual triathlon either of us have done. Mm -hmm. I did 
some random ones on my own last year just because everything was canceled and I was getting into it. So I did a few on my own, but different story whenever people are kicking you in the face while you're swimming in a group and stuff. So this Sunday, our second event on the events calendar for us, second one of the month, just three short weeks after a marathon, we will we will gingerly wade ourselves into Lake Arthur to get ready for the I wonder if they have a gun. That'd be cool if they had a gun <laughs> for the start. But anyway, this Sunday we got the uh, we got the sprint triathlon. I think I am going to at least attempt. I, I tried it once, but I don't know. I think I can share a link to my uh, Garmin, and people can like watch along to see if I like stop moving. And if I do, you can call somebody and let them know that I might be drowning, but uh, I'll put that up there. Nobody will probably care or want to follow along because that's extremely boring, but it's a feature of the watch. So I'll take advantage of it. It's really early in the morning. Yeah, it's early, you know, whatever. So that's this Sunday. How are we feeling going into it? Where's the mindset? Where's our head at? You picked your packet up last night. We got the time chip, the swim cap. How are we feeling? I told you four days out. Yeah, I told Rusty. I was like, I never knew picking up a packet could make me feel so nervous. Like I like I'm not An really excitement. We got nervous excitement, or just no? Like, I'm just pure nervous. What like, are you worried about? I'm not, and I'm I'm not somebody to usually get too nervous about things. But this swim has me like petrified. It's a long swim. This swim has me petrified. I will say, you just got to make it out of the water because if you don't make it out of the water, they don't let you do the other part. Yeah, you're out. So we just got a Barb coming back today. Yeah. Barb's coming back today. Maybe we'll get some swimming tips here, some last-minute <laughs> swim tips. Just, just have her come, come meet with us on Friday. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be interesting. We're gonna try to get through it. The wetsuit will help. You know, you can take breaks. You can yeah. grab onto a kayak, whatever. Well, so at, at the bottom of the one email, it said like the kayakers and the paddleboarders are there to help you finish. You just can't use them for four. Yeah, you just, so yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, what are they gonna do? Like when I'm holding on it, they're just gonna go, You got this. Like I'm gonna slap you in the head. I don't need Let's go. Let's go. Slap you in the <laughs> like, head a couple times. Oh man. Yeah, you got it, man. You got it. Uh, so uh do we feel better after after the marine practice session? We went up last Friday, forgot the wetsuit for Tyler. I, I redeemed so I myself on my own, but we got a little practice bike and, and run transition, everything going on. Did that help? Do we feel more confident after that? Not as much. Where are we at here? Um, Bike-wise, yes, because uh, that was the first time I rode my bike on the road. Yeah, I mean, that's a really hilly place. I feel like you got through it pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah, decent. I, so. I, I, I've always been pretty decent with biking. I used to do it all the time. So, like, I just kind of have flashbacks. The only thing that had me was the the, the, the skinny tires. And, and whatnot because yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel loose sometimes <laughs> like uh, you it, you don't do something right man you're you're yeah, out. the thing about those too so last night I went to I, I sent it to you I went to um back to the scene of the crime for the marathon as we lag on the video a little bit um, yeah, back. I went back to the trail in Murraysville and you know I did a lot of trail riding last year those bikes are road bikes yeah with the skinny tires. So sometimes on those trails, you get sections where there's like extra gravel, mm -hmm. like loose gravel, and you get pretty close to going down sometimes. There, there's a, that, that one wasn't so bad. We went to this one Montour trail last year and it had a lot of just soft spots and like 
extra loose gravel and, and you get pretty close to that tire kind of kicking out on you. Yeah, man. And uh, especially with the clip in shoes, you, you, you're going to meet the ground pretty, pretty quickly. But. Yeah. My other thing that has me is like, they've made it very blatantly obvious that like traffic is still going and all the emails. Yeah. So I'm like, that I doesn't make the, me feel comfortable. Yeah. But I think it's going to be early enough. Most people are probably already there for the weekend so it might be like i mean people will probably be leaving on sunday but it'll be probably more like right after the race is yeah. done so i mean if we get if we start at 7 20 i mean as long as you're biking by like eight o'clock i mean i feel like biking from eight to nine it's not gonna be too much traffic but hey i, I hope i'm if you make it all the, you make it out of the water and they get hit by a car it's hey that's life you know that's, that's triathlon <laughs> baby you know that's, so uh, that's what we got that's sunday we'll get you yeah. guys an update on our condition i'm excited for this one i feel like i can i can put the hammer down on this one and, and no i think you can really go for yeah, it yeah i think so you're gonna i think you'll crush it i'm excited for that but got a couple of things before we before we get into it so we've been doing the this or that on the on the social media game here where we've had people choosing between a couple of things um and this is going to go back to the early early days of the pod where i brought up the portage on scenario oh jesus um, doesn't have anything to do with that. Just another another one I want to get your take on. So okay. let me paint the picture for you. It's 3 a.m. You wake up from from sleep. One of these two things has to happen. You either have to stub your toe or get a calf cramp. Which one would you would you take? Which would you prefer if you had to take one? It's 3 a.m. You can either stub your toe or get a calf cramp. Which one do you want? Mm. I'll take the calf cramp. Really? Yeah. What, what's so? What's our? What's our reasoning here? Because every time I've stubbed my toes, like I've stubbed them hard, like and on like not just like the end table with a dress. Like I've just like. Like I kicked a weight one time, like yeah, like it's, no good. it's always like very very painful things, like more than just your standard. I'd take the craft cramp, fuck it. See, I'm gonna go the other way, and here's why. I feel like stubbing your toe initially is more severe, like the pain reaction. Yeah, the, the short term is, is more severe right out of the gate, but then on the calf cramp side, like I feel like you get some residual there, where like it lasts longer yeah the next day you're like walking around and it's sore and like it kind of lingers around for a little bit so i think i'm going stub the to toe just you know take all that pain at once quickly get it out of the way get it over with but either one not, not a fun good, not a good thing not a good thing not so a, not a fun you know thing. i'll keep trying here so go ahead and leave us a voice message <laughs> or a comment let us know uh let us know what you would do would you rather have a calf cramp in the middle of the night or stub your toe in the middle of the night? Let us know. You probably won't, but feel free. Comment, <laughs> yeah. voice message, whatever. Um, got another thing. No, another thing I want to get some feedback from people on. Open interviews. Have you ever been a part of one of those? No. I don't understand. So, like, you just – how does that process go? You just show up dressed dressed for an interview and just say, "Hey, I'm here to, I'm here to interview." 
I think so. And if they are holding open interviews and you don't get the job, like clearly they're that desperate. They're just, hey, come on down and interview anybody that wants it. You show up to an open interview and don't get the job. Where are we at here? You know? I want to think that open interviews are like, they're set up so that to make the life of like whoever has to do the interviews easier. You just like block out three hours on your schedule and like one day a week, you just do it. I don't feel like that's easier though. Cause you don't know, you don't know. I mean, you might just sit there for three hours and nobody's coming. Yeah, I mean, that's just, you're getting paid. Hey, it's about the purpose. You know, I mean, it's about the purpose. I don't know, I, I've never been a part of them. If anybody's ever shown up to an open interview. How did it go? How was it? Was it weird? How was the process? Did we get the job? Did we not get the job? I just feel like more and more because of the, you know, the labor shortage, that there's a lot, a lot of open interview signs out there. Oh, there's a ton. Uh, so I'm curious. You know, it's one of those things. How does you always see the sign, but how does it go? Do you just show up to to Haas's steakhouse and say, "Hey, I'm I feel like I could be part of the team here. I'd like, I'd like a shot." You just walk in with the resume, ready to go. I, I don't, I don't know, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't, I don't those know. are those are a weird one for me. The other thing, last thing, I don't understand. Who decides that it's National Whatever Day? Oh yeah, we. Who's deciding this shit? <laughs> We've had this talk, and I and I don't have any answers. Until I get answers, I will not stop trying to uncover the truth. Who freaking decides that it's National Ice Cream Day? National Dog Day? National go for a walk day. Who who's out here deciding it and who's just blindly jumping on board and saying, Oh, okay, it's national whatever day. We don't even know. We don't even know who's in charge of making these decisions. Can I just decide that tomorrow is national rain energy drink day? And then we all get rain energy drinks and, and it's a big celebration. Who who's deciding this? What's the criteria? Is there a vote? What did I miss? How do I get involved in this? You're taking away all the fun by Googling it. Uh, hey, I'm probably not going to find the answer. I want answers. Does anybody know who decides? I'll tell you who I think decides. Big business. Oh, yeah. No, Big I, business I, I decides agree. National Ice Cream Day because we got to start moving some blue bunny. You know what I mean? I think that's what's going on here. But then you get those other ones where it's like, Go for a walk day, read a book day, or like what? What the hell? Who's coming up with it? And I'm given so many options that you could leave a voice message about it. It would almost be harder to not leave us a voice message. If you could make it national, whatever day, what would you? What would you pick? What would your national blank day be? Oh, that'd be good. Uh, that, that's a good question. So you got options here. You can leave us a voice message about if you would rather. Stub your toe or get a calf cramp at 3 a.m. <laughs> Leave us a message or comment, whatever, if you've ever participated on either side of the fence, the interview E or the interviewer in an open interview situation. Let us know if you've been a part of that. And now, if you could just say, hey, if you had access to everybody's calendar in the world and you could say, hey, tomorrow, May 20th, is National Blank Day? What would you pick? I'll tell you what I'd pick. I'd make May the 20th National My Zone 
heart rate monitor day. All right. Oh, I guess that, that I was, that was a beautiful tee up. For I don't, you to I dive don't, right in. I don't think it was. It was. I, <laughs> I put don't, it on a platter. I don't think so. <laughs> also, leave us a voice message if you'd like to apply to be my new co host uh, for the podcast. Leave your, I'll, maybe I'll do open interviews. So leave us a message. Let <laughs> me know if you're interested in being the second idiot on the podcast here because I'm putting things on a platter. Good Lord. See, you're missing out on camera shaking if you're not watching. So I'm putting things on a platter right here. It's not, he's not picking up what I'm putting down. Ryan's just going to be recording on a phone at all times now. All right. Let's do it, man. All right. So yeah. we're going to, we, we kind of alluded to, and I'll kick it over to you because I know you got the stats uh, and the info. I'm just here for the good time. Um, <laughs> last week, we kind of alluded to, like, we were just kind of giving the highlights on my zone, giving the overview. Um, we kind of alluded several times to like how you could really, really use this thing to get in there deep about like recovery and overtraining and other variables that can affect your heart rate and your recovery and your stress level and your nervous system and all that stuff. So we kind of like, we kept like wanting to, wanting to, you know, dip a toe in in the water there, uh, the very cold Lake Arthur water, but we, we kind of kept pulling ourselves back because it would have been a four hour episode and we just didn't have the time. So this week, we're going to now that more people have the MyZone belts, hopefully you're getting in there on the app, connecting with other people that have them, liking, commenting, and sharing. Let's see some of those workouts in the members only group. Post them up there. Let everybody know that you're crushing it so we can give you some love. But now that more people are getting the belts, they're looking at their stats from these workouts. They're seeing the data. Uh, what do we do with it? So we're going to spend some time today really diving in on you know different aspects of recovery, overtraining, stuff we've talked about before. Um, but now you know you also can have some some real life data and information to kind of guide those those thoughts and decisions. So without further ado, I will kick it over to the number one co-host in podcast history ladies and gentlemen tyler way yeah so we we talked multiple times last week like ryan said alluding to some of these things so now it's just kind of taking that deep dive in to see how we can use my zone to really look at this stuff you know we we've done the episodes on overtraining and recovery we've talked about this multiple times i talk about it all the time with people whenever whenever i'm training them you know but how can you guys uh monitor it yourself and look at it and watch uh and and check for the signs of these things because in the end like we want you to become you know independent with this stuff at some point in time we want you to learn how to manage these things and learn how to handle them uh when situations occur so really the first thing i want to kind of get into is like how we can use MyZone to aid in you know the recovery process by utilizing data so when we're going through and we're using MyZone, it's watching our heart rate it's watching uh you know the effort that we're putting into each and every workout that we do it's giving all all this at different colors. It's, you know, telling us our heart rate, all that kind of stuff. When we're going through, there's most likely going to be a point where one day for some reason, it just doesn't make sense. Um, and you'll know, you know, most workouts, you're going to have kind of like this up and down, be in the yellow a little bit, be down in the green, be up in the red, be down in the yellow, be here, be, be there. It's going to kind of 
move a little bit, show some different things, but eventually, you know, you're going to see a workout that pops up. That's going to be just like, I was in red for half the thing, but like, I definitely wasn't doing anything. You know, I wasn't working like that. I wasn't, you know, pushing myself to that, that point at that time. Um, and that's when we can start understanding and looking back and going, okay, so maybe I've been going too hard, too much and, or something else, some other variable, uh, popped up and I need to take care of that. So we talked, um, you know, we made comments last week about it, the different things that can lead to increased heart rates, all that kind of stuff, um, sleep deprivation, stress, uh, poor eating, dehydration, um, you know, lack of activity, uh, like lists can go on and on, you know, so when we're going through and we're doing these things, we, we want to look at the data and then we also want to, you know, be reevaluating our workouts as we go through. If you're just looking at the data going, oh, I should do more, um, you know, sometimes that's okay, but that's not all that we want to be doing. We want to be thinking about the workout, how we felt, what we did leading up to it. Um, you know, what sometimes depending what we ate, how we, how hydrated were we, how we felt, you know, going into it, did we feel good? Did we feel kind of sluggish? Did we feel, you know, that we had a good night's sleep beforehand? Like we need to think about these things because they all play a role. If you can't find a baseline for all that stuff, you're never going to be able to see when you're doing something wrong or when something is going wrong. Um, but this leads to how Mizo can help us with that stuff. So again, looking at, you know, effort of heart rate versus or effort versus, you know, heart rate and so forth. If you're in the team room or you're in a training and all you did was pick up 15 pounds to do an exercise for 30 seconds and your heart rate spiked to, you know, 90 plus percent and you've not done much, you know, you don't feel like you've done much of anything then something is obviously, you know, kind of going wrong. And that gives us the ability to look at it, change up what we're doing, um, adjust the workout a little bit based off of what we need, adjust the zones that we want you to focus on just because your, your body's kind of responding in the sense of like, Hey, we're doing too much and, uh, you know, something's wrong. Um, so, watching heart rate versus effort is going to be huge that is something that like at the end of the workout you can look at you get to see all the different um you know ways that you can post these workouts you know and, and share them and, and post them up to the feed and whatnot and it shows you all the different things between your average effort you know your your heart rate average percentage that you were at you know for effort the whole time like all that kind of stuff you know, so you want to be looking at that stuff, looking at the heart rate, looking at how the workout was and, and all the other variables that kind of go up to it. Um, you know, things along the lines of uh, if if you were had a party over the weekend, you know, and, and you had had fun uh, like the crew did uh, Saturday that went to the wine festival, you know, coming in on Monday morning for that workout, heart rates might be spiking a little bit just because the body is trying to recover and, and recuperate everything from the weekend and, and get itself back to normal function and things like that. And then adding this extra stress on it, which is exercise causes it to, you know, the heart rate to spike up a little bit more. So just watching those different things and being mindful about them is going to be huge in terms of like being able to watch how your workouts are, keep you from overtraining and keep you from, you know, starting to have adverse effects. Yeah, I think it's important to point out, 
had this conversation with a couple of people last week is like the goal is to not be at a hundred percent, you know, like, so, or even 95% or whatever. So like, don't, don't look at the my zone stuff or during your workouts is like, your goal is to get this thing into the red and keep it in the red the whole time and, and be as close to a hundred percent as possible because it's just not, it's just going to lead to some of those things we're talking about is overtraining, especially if we're getting to that hundred percent too easily, you know, that's, that's whenever you need to start considering some of these variables, like Tyler said, and, you know, are we not, are we dehydrated? Are we, are we working out too much and our body's not able to recover? So now our heart rate's jumping up way too easily. So, you know, that 70 to 90% zone, you know, those two zones there are pretty damn good sweet spots to stay in um, because you're going to, be able to sustain that effort consistently for an entire workout. Um, it's not going to do a ton of damage to your nervous system to where you aren't able to recover properly. And you're still going to burn a lot of calories. You're going to burn a lot of body fat. So um, don't, don't look at that thing as like, man, red is the best. And in terms of the effort points, you get just as many effort points being in the red, being above 90% as you do being above 80%. So as long as you can get it up, like I said, 70 to 90% for most people is probably a good sweet spot. 80 to 89 range is probably where you want to spend most of your, um, most of your time on like some of the harder efforts and stuff. But the goal is to not, you know, hit a hundred. And, and, you know, like I said, if we're hitting a hundred too easily or you're hitting high nineties too easily, then that's when we need to take a look at these things Tyler's talking about. So keep that in mind. Um, you know, 70 to 90% is a good sweet spot where you can get a good workout. Uh, you can burn a lot of calories. You can burn a lot of body fat. You can get some good work in with your heart. And then you can come back and do it again, you know, a couple of times that week without it being kind of overkill or too much or anything. So don't, uh, you know, don't get too caught up in the numbers to where you're over either trying to like do three hour long workouts to try to get a shitload of effort points or burn a shitload of calories or something like don't do that and don't overemphasize trying to peak that heart rate as high as freaking possible the entire workout so the number one mis those are the the two top mistakes people are going to yeah. make they're going to just right. i'm going to all right so i'll just burn 2000 calories today i'll just work out for four hours like don't do that and just don't and then the other one is going to be oh man like i gotta kill myself and, and be at 98% this entire workout or whatever else. It's a waste of time. Not the case. Um, with that first example of, oh, I'm, I'm going to just burn this, you know, thousand calories in this four hour workout. If you're not eating properly, like we've talked about before, it's not going to matter. So don't, don't use this thing as like, all right, let me just burn a ton of calories. That way I can go eat this or that because this thing I saw on, on online said that, you know, one Snickers was 40 minutes of hit training or something mm -hmm. like, you know, don't do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just a couple <clears throat> things there. But yeah, if you're with, since that's not the goal, if you are spiking up to that red zone right away, I mean, if it's just like here at the beginning, there are going to be some people that we have to kind of adjust the max heart rates, you know, based on, it's based on age and not everybody is, is, is the same, you know, physiologically and, fitness wise. I mean, there, there are going to be some adjustments we have to make to people's numbers, but if you're like, as we get into this thing and you're seeing it being pretty steady, you know, roughly about what a good effort is for you. And then all of a sudden you come in one day and that thing's jumping up 
that's what you want to look for. If it's yeah. like the first time or two, we might have to do some finagling. I think that's the first time that word's made it to the pod, finagling. Uh, we might have to mess with it a little bit. But if it's over the long haul where you're like, all right, you know, if I a pretty good workout for me, I'm usually around 75%. Some days where it's a little tougher, maybe I'm around 80. And then you come in one day and all of a sudden we're at 93, one or two exercises in. That's the type of stuff we're looking for. Those kind of uh, abnormalities yeah. in your normal pattern there is what you want to look for. The other thing that this helps us with is watching heart rate recovery. Um, so it, it's very hard for us, you know, not having my zone. Uh, to go through and see how people recover post, you know, exercise, post-workout, things like that. You know, if you can spike the heart rate through exercise and then once you finish at the end, it comes back down to a normal heart rate within a specific period of time, then, you know, that usually helps with a sign of, you know, a good heart and and good ability for the, for the body to recover and so forth. But if we go through and you know, we do a workout and your heart is still racing five minutes after we finish doing everything, then something is wrong, you know, whether it would be, um, you know, dehydration, blood sugar levels dropping, you know, something along those lines is happening that we need to now address. And with my zone, it helps us see that it helps us be able to look and see how people are recovering at the end of the workouts. Are people, um, you know, still having a, a spiked heart rate for a few moments after, or are they coming down, you know, within a few minutes? Like it, it really helps to see those different things to make sure that, you know, we are doing the stuff that we need to be doing because there could be some variables there then that we need to look at, whether it be what you were eating before the workout, if you ate properly, uh, or if you didn't eat anything and, and your body is, is, you know, responding to that, uh, dehydration plays a role in this as well. You know, you weren't drinking enough water throughout the workout or beforehand, like all that kind of stuff plays a role. So being able to see how the heart rate recovers is also extremely important. And it also helps us because if something is going wrong, it allows us to jump into action a little bit faster to make sure that we're going to get you back to feeling better, uh, as soon as possible. So we used to talk about this a lot before we had, um, you know, my zone to kind of back it up a little bit, but we've had, you know, I've trained a lot of people. So, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with people through the years where they're like, they kind of keep waiting for working out to get easier. You know, like they're like, man, I still feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm struggling, I'm tired or I'm, you know, it's hard or whatever it might be. Like they still feel like, like I don't know. I think they just have the expectation that after a while they should be able to go through a workout relatively easily and that's never what you want the case to be what you want the case to be is that you still feel that way like you still feel out of breath you still feel your heart rate going you're still um you know feeling your muscles but it's just taking heavier weights or more reps or more whatever like it's just taking more to get you to that point than when you first started. So like the first workout you ever do wearing a my zone, if you've never worked out, you might do 10 push-ups and 10 kettlebell swings and your heart rates through the roof or 90 some percent. And then one marker of like getting more fit and getting in better shape is like six months down the road. Now you got to do, you know, more weight, more reps, it takes longer to get that heart rate up to 90% or whatever, because you are getting in better shape and you're becoming more fit. So the goal is to never, 
you know, be able to breathe through a workout at 60% and not really feel it. And you're breathing. Oh yeah. I'm in, I'm in such great shape now. This is easy. Like that should never be the case because you're not going to make any progress. So keep that in mind too, as you go through this with the heart rates, if you're first starting, just getting into working out, your numbers are probably going to jump up a lot faster. Like you're going to be at higher percentages. And then there's going to be other people that are in better shape, have been working out longer or more fit that it's going to take a lot more effort to get that heart rate up to those mm -hmm. different percentages and stuff. So that kind of watch that as a marker over time. You know, if you're first starting out and it's like, man, 90%, 90%, 90%, like when's this going to get easier? It's not that it's going to get easier. It's just that you're going to have to do more to hit those same kind of heart rates and efforts and stuff like that. So um, kind of another thing to watch as you go through, if, if you're still, you know, it's one thing if your percentages are going down because you're, your efforts going down, you know, we don't want that. But if your efforts staying high and you're working hard and your weights are increasing and all this stuff, but the, you know, percentage of heart rates coming down a little bit, that just means you're getting in better cardiovascular shape and just getting more fit overall. So, yeah. And I mean, and this, this, this helps us a ton, you know, also having that, that, you know, news feed, that social media feed for my zone really allows us then also to go back through and, and we as, you know, coaches and so forth can go back and look at the workouts and see, all right, you know, uh, for this person, this is where they were at for the, for, you know, this day. And this was the workout that they did. So that looked like it, it went pretty well, or, um, you know, this is the same workout and this person was down a little bit, like they were, we're not seeing too much stuff. So maybe something was going on. Maybe we can talk to them. We can figure out if, you know, maybe it was a bad day. They just weren't feeling well. Like it gives us this ability to, uh, dive deeper into the data and dive deeper into, you know, some of the issues that don't typically get seen or, or talked about and whatnot. Um, it also allows us to kind of monitor things though. Uh, one thing that, you know, we've obviously talked about, we mentioned a few times already is overtraining, you know, with something like this, it can become very obsessive, very easily um, in the sense of like, got to wear it for everything, got to get the effort points, got to get, you know, uh, all this stuff, you know, to, to try to be number one, uh, because you feel like that's just the, that's what you got to do. And it's not, uh, you know, my zone is simply data. It, it is simply just another tool to collect data, to help you become more efficient at what you were doing. Um, it, it is not here to, you know, run your life or, become the end all be all for, for what you have to use to track everything. It's here to just be a, a tool to become more efficient with working out and make sure that we're doing what we need to be doing. Um, when we're looking at these things, like we can see if people are going to be overtraining or not, we can see, you know, if something is going wrong and that helps us, you know, to then be able to sit down and have a conversation with that person and go, Hey, so what's going on? Like, what's the deal? What are we doing? you know, and helps us watch these things. We have to be mindful about this because overtraining can lead to a lot of different problems, you know, not just in the fact of like, you're tired more often and you're starting to have adverse effects of exercise in the sense of now you're putting fat on, you're losing muscle, you're feeling more tired and all things like that. It can also lead to medical issues and so forth as well. So you, you have to be very careful about these types of things. So if you're somebody who is of the obsessive type, you know, this is something to, you know, be mindful of and, and kind of ease your way into with and, 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 you know, please approach, you know, one of us, if you're having issues with something along those lines, 
Um, that way we can try to help you. We want to use this as a means to get better, not a means to just, you know, be number one or whatever like that, you know, however you want to, you know, classify it. Um, so being able to be mindful about that is going to be huge uh, for sure. And then kind of going in, cause we had a few moments, um, just kind of touching back on like some certain recovery things um, to be mindful with, you know, things that are, are going to be super crucial with helping us maintain uh, good health when using my zone. That way we have consistent data all the time um, is going back to the recovery episode that we did weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Um, so just kind of hitting back on some of the main points there. Uh, number one being, you know, sleep, you know, we have to sleep. It, we, we can't not sleep. Um, if we get under a certain amount of sleep, certain amount of hours and whatnot, even though we might think, oh, I can function, I can do what I got to do. Our body functions are now different because of it. They are in a higher stress position. Um, less than five hours sleeps, less than five hours of sleep uh, has a higher risk of increasing blood pressure naturally. Um, so if you're only getting four and a half hours of sleep and then coming into workout, like your heart rate is going to be higher. That's just how it is. Um, you know, it can lead to other uh, grogginess, forgetfulness, like all sorts of different things in terms of that stuff. And if we're not sleeping, we're also not recovering properly, which means we're not getting what we need to for our muscles. We're not getting what we need to for our brains. We're not getting ourselves to the position that is truly going to help us make the progress that we want to make. So my zone is great. It helps us with a ton of different things. It helps us have more data, helps us become more efficient with our workouts, helps us track them better and all this stuff. But we still have to do all the things that we've talked about before. Yeah. I mean, that, that's really, I guess, to kind of wrap it all up here, like what, you know, what to do with all this information or what we talked about today is, is really just want to monitor it. You, you want to look for, um, you know, abnormalities in the, in the pattern. Right. So if you can identify some of those, like if, if you see something that, you know, a lot of your workouts fall into this kind of range and then all of a sudden this workout or these couple workouts were pretty kind of out of whack compared to the norm, then that's when you want to start looking at these variables that, that Tyler's talking about. So if you, if you see some stuff going on in the numbers, Hey, my, did I, what, what happened differently leading up to this workout? What were my last couple days? Like, did I sleep enough? Like Tyler said, did I drink enough water? Did I eat before the workout? Did I drink enough water? The, especially if you're doing like a morning workout or even, even in the evening. I mean, some people don't drink anything at work all day and then they come to a workout and they're yeah. dehydrated. So look at all those, you know, once you identify a, a change in the pattern with the numbers, um, you know, not that you're, normally it's 76% now we're at 78%. But if you see like a, a, a big jump or a random kind of outlier there, like take a look at the morning of the day of the day before the couple of days before, were you sick? Were you, you know, not sleeping, not eating as well? Did you eat, um, you know, abnormal stuff? Like you normally eat pretty healthy and then all of a sudden you didn't, whatever, you know, look at these different variables and try to identify what's going on so that you can, you know, and if everything's kind of staying the same, like you slept fine, you ate fine, you drank water, all that stuff. Like if everything is normal and it's still doing that, then that's whenever we got to start considering, are we working out too much? You know, we're we not recovering enough and figure out what's going on there. So 
really just, you know, take what we talked about today and, and, and use it to identify changes in the pattern and then try to figure out what's going on is really your, your best takeaway from, from some of this stuff today. Yeah. I mean, and in the end, all of this is information to help you guys become more independent with this stuff, learn it and, and be able to apply it to your overall lifestyles and, and then maintain, you know, if you can find balance within all of this stuff, then you'll have a lovely, healthy lifestyle for uh, the foreseeable future. For sure. With that being said, um, stay tuned for more information. June, it's going down. Oh, yeah, that thing. June, we are going to kick it off with our first cross club my zone challenge in one corner. We will have Team Cheswick taking on Team Leechburg in a my zone challenge. We need as many people as possible on board. Uh, on each team to battle it out for heart rate, effort, supremacy. Uh, it'll be based on effort points, not calories burned or anything like that. There will only be certain zones that like qualify for the challenge. So it'll probably be like the 70% and above. That way people aren't just wearing this thing and walking around all day wearing it and uh, racking up effort points, doing a bunch of nothing. You'll have mm. to work out to do it. So June, it's happening. We got a little little challenge coming. We need to get some teams together. We need to rally together as a location in this fight for all the power or whatever. Yeah. My zone challenge coming in June. It's yeah. going to be awesome. <laughs> need as many people on board. I'm trying to make it funny. Remember, I need a new co-host. Anybody that wants to... Anybody that wants to apply, ah. let me know. Uh, episode 59 is done. Episode 60 that I tried to do today will be next week. Appreciate you. See you.